And welcome back. This is Richard Sachs here on Lost Arts Radio, and this is a special event, special series with our friend Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's coming to you from the country of Israel right now, but he's working all over the world. He's well known for a lot of things, you know, one one of them, just to give the tone of the whole thing, is there is a cure for diabetes, which you're not supposed to say because there isn't supposed to be a cure for anything. It's really terrible for for the drug business, and we're taking it from a different point of view so that not only is there a cure for things, there's a way to bring back harmony and sanity to the world. And so uh, Dr. Cousins is working not only on the physical level, but with consciousness work as well, with the whole goal that we can all, I think, identify with, uh, bring things back to the long-forgotten normal on this planet and have a good, you know, better effect and better time for the brief period that we're all here. So we're just going to have these conversations. It was originally a series requested by Dr. Cousins, which is great to have a chance to participate in, and we're just going to see where it goes. And he'll bring up some points to begin with, and then... Wherever he wants to take it is great. So welcome, Dr. Cousins, and uh, it's really a wonderful privilege to be with you on these special shows. Richard, it's really great to be with you, and I bless you for your good work. I bless Doug in the background for his good work, and I bless the whole audience because there is work to be done, and you're doing it just by showing up. Um, I'm going to just start... Uh, which the way I usually like to do is with a little bit of dance, a little bit of meditation, three, four minutes of meditation, just to kind of open up the energy. So for those who are uh, haven't heard me uh, discuss it before, meditation is quieting the mind and going beyond the mind. And there are different techniques, and many of you may already have it, so stay with what you want. It doesn't matter but I'm sharing a technique that uh, for some of you can be very helpful. And that technique is simply repeat th- these letters, which is the name of God that Moses received at the burning bush. And it's Yod on the in-breath, Hey on the out-breath. Wah on the in-breath, Hey on the out-breath. Yod from the base to the heart, Hey from the heart out to the world, connecting with the world. Off in the base of the third eye, and then hey out to the world. And you just repeat that until your mind is quiet, then you're in meditation. So it's pretty straightforward and pretty simple. Again, if you have your own meditation technique, that's great. You know, it's up to you what you want to do. Um, the second part is what we call uh, Shaktipat, which is the energy of grace uh, that. I've been directed to and blessed by my spiritual teachers to share. And that obviously over the internet we share through the eyes and through the sound. So with that in mind, we're going to start with a little dance. But before we do that, we do a little prayer merging the heart and the mind. It's easy to get caught in the mind or just in the heart, but this is what we call wisdom of the heart. And here's the prayer. Feel that merging heart and mind. Okay, now I'm inviting you all to dance, including Richard over there. 
And I've, I've got about six inches to move in every direction, so I'm going to let you lead this. <laughs> but we want to loosen it up. And how are we doing? Okay, great. Wait, not quite. Okay, I think we're ready. Okay, Doug. focus on my eyes, let the energy come in, we'll go in for a few minutes, 
Repeat the mantra, yoda and then breath. Hey, I'm not breath. Why the breath? Hey, I'm not breath. Here we go. Yo. And now, in the meditation, Okay, slowly come out of meditation. And now take a minute. 
Okay. Okay. Perfect. So, uh, we're just going to go right into the discussion, just give people a minute here, but, um, uh, but I think we're ready. So, anything you want to say before I start, lead off the discussion? I couldn't quite hear you, Dr. Cousin. Say that again. Okay, let me just bring it closer. Anything you want to say before we're ready to I kind of lead off the discussion? Yeah, I just want to um, say that I think your idea of the movement and dance beforehand is before the meditation is really great. Um, body and spirit are inextricably interwoven. And right. how your body, this one reason that even if you get totally focused on the inner spiritual work, Neglecting your body is not a good idea, because yes. all of the all of the chemical and biological things that go on in the body affect your ability to focus, um, your emotional state, your mood, everything else that you do. So, I mean, I'm the only reason I don't do this on camera with you for the movement is this particular studio arrangement is like a tight pilot arrangement. But I get lots of chance to move during the day, and I really support that. So I think the fact that you start it like that is great. Just wanted to say that. Thank you. It clears the mind. It kind of activates spiritual joy so you can actually listen. Yeah. So um, our topic today is the mass psychosis that's going on. And general definition is that you have a large group of people believing a lie. Just a very simple thing. In, in psychiatry, because I'm also a psychiatrist, we're really looking at people believing a delusion. And they believe in it as if it's real. That's the definition of psychosis. Whether you're hearing voices or have certain belief systems that are disconnected from reality. We're disconnected from reality is what we're talking about. So what the term that's being used out there, maybe not as precise uh, psychiatric definition, is really quite relevant. So let's look at these belief systems that people are believing. And I mean currently believing, if you're, particularly if you're not very well informed. Okay, uh, the PCR test is accurate. Well, we know it's 95% inaccurate. And it can be get, spun, literally spun in a way to make anyone positive or the other way negative. So that's one thing. The Pfizer CEO said initially that the shot, what he called the vaccine, was 100% effective. The other day, he said the first two shots don't work. That's crazy making. As simple as that. Crazy making. Now, he's the one saying it. Uh, and he's saying the first two shots don't work, so you need more shots. Right. That is a deluded statement that's totally disconnected from reality. They don't work, so you need more. And 
Yes, Richard, go ahead. Well, one, one way to make that clearer, I think, <clears throat> is not just that they don't work. They hurt you. Because yeah. if they don't work and they do nothing, then maybe you need a whole bunch more to hope that they start. But if they hurt you, and, and they actually do work for that, then taking more and more would not be a brilliant solution. <laughs> right. And the truth is, they're very toxic. And we have a paper about just that there's three levels of toxicity here. You have the spike protein. I'm not going to go into all those mechanisms because that would be the whole talk our whole time. We can do it in the future. Second, you, you have the graphene oxide, graphene hydroxy network, which is, again, very sophisticated. And the third is they actually have uh, radiation in the shot that creates intracellular ionization, which is actually uh, there's no no safe dose level of that. And it goes to cancer and so forth. So those are just three. There's a lot more mechanisms. But we're kind of looking at the bigger picture today. And we also have the head of the CDC saying, well, they don't protect you from transmission. Therefore, you can get it if you have a shot, and then you can also transmit it. So you have something that doesn't protect against transmission, receiving it or giving it, but you should take it anyway. That's a psychotic statement. I think they're they're holding on to the idea that even though it doesn't stop you from getting a disease and it doesn't stop you from transmitting it, the the great benefit is that you're less likely to go into the hospital and die unless you go into the hospital and die, and then it doesn't apply. Yeah, well, it causes a lot of other things, but in terms of why you would take a shot, it's not to not get out of the hospital. That's just an, it's an upside-down way of thinking. Right. Um, but then, okay, and now they say masks work. Well, even Fauci said initially the masks don't work. There's been a, multiple studies and clearly, the masks don't work. Uh, and there's reasons for it, because the holes are too big, and there's on the side where you wear a mask, you breathe it in, it doesn't stop the virus from getting into your system. Masks don't work, okay? And the only place they've been uh, effective are in surgery, so that the saliva or snot from the surgeon doesn't fall in the wound. And I'm serious. In other words, that's very practical. But that has nothing to do with a virus and, and preventing virus transmissions. Now, masks do have a problem. They cause asphyxia. So they actually decrease your oxygen blood levels by 3 to 20%. And people who are a little bit older, I kind of measure more like 20%. That's enough to have mental confusion, um, dullness, headache, disorientation. And, of course, that's not the best way to drive your car. So I'll put it that way. So it's like they don't work. They also set you up for gum disease and different levels of pneumonia because you're breathing in kind of used air. And they also create a certain acidosis because they build up carbon dioxide in the system. So they really don't work except in the reverse way, as Richard already hinted, for making you sick and lowering your immunity. Okay? 
Social distancing works. There's no evidence that it works, and there's never been evidence that it works, but now it's very well proven doesn't make any difference, okay? Children need to wear a mask. Well, even a lot of conventional kind of medical people are saying, no, children don't need to wear a mask. It's very bad for their psychosocial development uh, and onward. But mostly, point, there's no scientific evidence that children, really people less than 30, I'll go that far, or at least 18, don't need to wear a mask. Certainly not for their protection. Um, all the uh, COVID issues come from the unvaxxed. Now, again, that's put out there pretty heavily. That is a complete delusional statement, period. The main cause of the COVID, according to the statistics, is actually the shot. I call it the bioweapon shot. And 80% of the people who uh, get the who die and so forth have have up to three injections. So the shots don't work, but they also weaken your immune system over time. They do not build you up. Um, so the unvaxxed really aren't the problem. The problem is the that the actual bioweapon injection is really related to what makes people sick. In every country, I have a list of 26 countries, uh, every single one, after the country began to invest in injections, the rate of COVID went up. So there's no question about that. That actually, it's not the vax, it's not the NVAX, okay? And that's, again, creating a delusion, which is very dangerous because it's creating a mob psychology against the NVAX. And that is, again, mass psychosis. The mob is the kind of a, epitome of a mass psychosis in, in the immediacy of the situation. Um, they're saying vaxxed, uh, well, the truth is the vaxxed people are contagious. The unvaxxed are not because they have nothing to transmit to begin with. The research also shows literally in a study of 10 million Chinese as well as studies here, that if you're test positive, you're not necessarily transmitting, just testing positive. Okay, you have to be sick with a disease to be transmitting. So that's another thing. Yes, it does get transmitted, um, but not if you're asymptomatic, because there's nothing to transmit. And I think that's a very, very important concept. Again, what are they doing? They're trying to make the people who are not vaxxed, who have no symptoms, the problem. Traditionally, when there's a plague, you mask and ask the people who are sick to stay in their homes and the healthy go about their business. Here, it's just opposite. That's part of the mass psychosis. Things are backwards. Okay. Um, now, we're not just talking about this COVID. What about the fact that the belief is that men can get pregnant? What about having tampons in the men's bathroom? 
That's a little crazy, okay? You can say, well, we're trying to be socially thoughtful, all that, but if you, if, if, uh, if you're menstruating and you need a tampon, <clears throat> you should go to the you know, bathroom, that's where it is. Uh, but the idea of this mixing bathrooms uh, gets people really confused. And what we are seeing is a serious mental confusion out there. People don't know what gender they are, what their biological gender is. This is very disturbing. And what we are seeing is rates of suicide. Uh, recently, the rates of suicide for transgenders is 41% increase. That is serious. That's a disservice. Uh, so from a, that kind of thing, it's like, well, great. We're creating a situation where people confuse and uh, uh, about their gender and they commit suicide. And you can't, and the research doesn't show that it's social pressure, okay, because actually people are getting a lot of positive social pressure for those positions. But that's the hardcore. That gets confusing. Um, now, I'm just talking, uh, I've covered a, a few things. Um, it's uh, In the UK, they found that the uh, uh, people who have received the shot are dying at a rate of 286% greater than the people who haven't received the shot. And that's just one thing. And 80% of the deaths, COVID deaths, in the UK are in the people who have been vaccinated. So, again, we're creating a situation that goes against logic. But, you know, the young need to be vaxxed. Um, there is a consistent not linking of the adverse effects. Recently, there was a very uh, deep uh, autopsy study. starts with, and they found 14 out of 15 people who died. First, they didn't diagnose as covid they died of COVID, and the uh, spike protein was in up to 28 different organs. But mostly it concentrates in uh, the brain. I mean, it brings the heart in the brain and then the ovaries. So the point I'm making is people are dying of spike protein. The original people doing the autopsy just ignore well, they just died. And some other researchers came and said, well, they didn't. We just did it. They didn't just die. They had spike protein in all their organs. That research is now going on. The same 93% of the people died uh, with 70 people with autopsy. So it's like nothing's happening here, and then you see it. 93% are dying of COVID uh, directly. Uh, then we go to unvaxxed are the enemies of the public. Now, that's a very serious thing because it gets us into mob psychology. Uh, and that, that becomes uh, more dangerous. Uh, the statistics, as we're looking at the whole thing, are very, are, are very similar to a bad flu in terms of death rates. In fact, in 20... Uh, 21, the death rates remain the same, uh, except for 
there was, well, I didn't say it right. In 2020, the death rates uh, stayed the same. After they introduced the uh, injection, then the death rates associated with the injection took the death rates higher. So, because normally about 60,000 people die per year of flu colds. Um, so, we're, we're looking at a a kind of a, a general set of belief systems that aren't really getting us anywhere. And then you have the European Union top health agents say you need to get the shot every four months. Um, and so we're looking at preconditions. Because I, I'm, I showed some of the contradictions. Preconditions of a mass psychosis. People are disconnected from each other. There's a group mind. There's a herd mentality. All the media is kind of coming up with all the kind of public media, you know, industrial media is coming up with the same things. Um, people are putting aside their personal intuition and their spiritual kind of uh, independence in terms of looking at the situation. Um, where that leads to is tyranny, tyranny by the mob. And uh, so there, in the mass psychosis, there's a de-evolution in the human psyche, which does unfortunately happen when people go into mob psychology. And that pretty consistently leads to death and destruction, historically. And it's our burden to overcome. Why? By educating people. That's why we're doing what we're doing. That's kind of what, what I'm saying. Um, where does it come from on an internal psychological basis? Identification with the body, fear, people without life purpose. You don't have those things. It's like it's easy to get swayed. So if you're in fear, you don't aren't connected to God, you're not you don't have a life purpose. It's very easy to go into fear and confusion. And we basically need to change ourselves from the inside out. So I've given you some kind of overviews of the of, of the phenomena. Richard, uh, if you want to make some comments. Yeah. Um, I've been writing down a few notes as you spoke. Um, one of them, trying to get people to shake free of this mass psychosis that you're talking about. It's been constructed very carefully over a really long period of time. And at this point, the things that we're being told that are untrue are so gigantic that those in power who are doing this intentionally figure there's no way that we'd question things that are so basic. You know, for example, you're saying the danger right now which we're seeing with the camps being set, literal bills in states and countries to set up camps. They call them quarantine camps. They're concentration camps. And they're just for people who have not had the vaccine. And the whole basis of that is that, yeah, we would like to let you have your freedom. We really are sorry to have to take it away. But it's so important because the unvaccinated people are going to spread disease so much that they'll 
even overcome the wonderful benefits of the vaccine and wipe out everybody. And it's based on some real fundamental untruths. And one of them is that vaccines ever prevented diseases. And I really look for evidence of that. Going back to Jenner, at least uh, 1796 or so, I cannot find any evidence that's strong that vaccines have ever prevented any diseases. They, people always point to polio and, and smallpox, but both of those are untrue. And there's enough information there for multiple discussions, of course, but both of those diseases were almost wiped out before they started with the vaccines, and then the vaccines claimed credit for what was done with sanitation and hygiene. Just, like that. just to interrupt, I have uh, in my book... Um, <clears throat> conscious uh, parenting. I have 80 pages on this. I have all the data. It's, it shows the curve of uh, all the acute diseases and it goes down. And somewhere when it's at about 1% is when they introduce vaccines. Just a complete yeah, support. Exactly. So that would be good for people to get that book and read that part. Yeah. You, you can see that. It, and then uh, there's a quote from Dr. Jonas Salk saying his vaccine probably caused more endemic polio. Exactly. And and now most of the polio in the world is being caused by the current polio shots. And a similar thing happened with smallpox. I think if people could grasp that one understanding, which is pretty hard for people that have been raised listening to television and conventional authorities and medical you know, authorities on everything. If they could grasp that, this whole thing would fall apart. And then on top of that is what you said about the PCR test that, you know, to to clarify, it's not just 99, 99 or 95% inaccurate. It's not a diagnostic test. It's so never meant to be. It's 100% irrelevant. You You can get a positive test on a soil sample or a piece of fruit, or a goat, that, and the goat has not been in contact with anybody with COVID. You know, I mean, it's a complete bad, deadly joke. And from there, you know, CDC finally admitted, without any media coverage at all, that the PCR test was no good, and they withdrew their request for an EUA for it. It's still being used, and it's still being promoted by the media and then they're using this other thing called a rapid antigen test which even i i don't know the details as much of how that works but but i do know that if they don't have a sample of the isolated supposed covid-19 virus SARS-CoV-2 it doesn't matter how good the test is it's irrelevant too right because right? you don't know what you're testing for Right, they don't. It, the, it, there's so much fraud in this. It's hard for people to grasp, I think, because how could these authorities all over the world that we've been trained since we were born and could turn on a television set, we know that they just work day and night for our benefit and they're the only selfless people in the solar system and that's why they're in these positions of authority and all they do is love and serve us. And how could they all be bad and lying 
You know, that people just throw that out. They can't imagine it. So, so what Richard is really saying is we have an evidence of a global demonic elite whose yeah, plan that. is clearly stated that we would eliminate at least 86% of humanity. Yeah, That's and, what really and I saying. think the real number is 100 but it, yeah. it doesn't really matter because what they're doing is still what they're doing. But one thing that might make it a little easier for people to understand is the average doctor and nurse and health worker and public health official is not a conscious member of this group. What, they're, what they are is highly educated. And in modern education, you don't do science anymore. What you do is memorization and obedience. And you learn that organizations like the Centers for Disease Creation that we have in the U.S., they always tell the truth. And if you use them as a citation in a paper, it's unquestionably true. And once you've got generations of people trained for that, you get scientists serving something that they don't know they're working for. So it's really not their fault. So there, you know, I'm I'm just going to give just a few more other ways of talking about the mass psychosis and then a, a key point because my interest is how we break out of it. So, yeah, exactly. First, another psychotic thing, and I say psychotic, is CV is deadly. It isn't. It's 99.99% survivable unless you have at least four comorbidities uh, and they finally came out and admitted the PCR is accurate. It's clearly not, as Richard just said. It's not even close to accurate. It's not even testing. In fact, the person who invented it said you can't be specific with it. It was never meant to test for COVID, period. Okay, mask work, another complete nonsense. And I think more and more people are beginning to understand that. Lockdowns work. Well, they certainly don't because there is no asymptomatic transmission. So you lock down the whole society. That's not how it works. You take the people normally who are sick and you put them, you know, at home. That's the way it's normally done unless you have another agenda, which is kind of where we're going, okay? The asymptomatic can spread the virus. Not true. That is proven. There's no treatment. That's really not true. We have all kinds of things that are out there. The simplest are ivermectin and uh, 5-hydroxychloroquine. They've been shown to be somewhere between 65 and 85% effective. But we have other things. I have the uh, iodine, special iodine called Illumidine. That's very effective. I won't go into the details of that. But the point is, it is definitely treatable. I have not had one person go to the hospital. Usually it takes a week to clear it. So, so it's definitely treatable. Uh, can, I, can I interject one thing there without you losing your train of thought? But um, it's really important so that people don't think that we're going in contradictory directions here to, to acknowledge that among people who have not had the vaccines, they are getting a sickness which was not presenting the way it is now a few years ago. And it's, got, it's a syndrome, and there's no proof at all that it's any kind of virus, but it does exist, and it is what you're talking about treating. And so you want to talk about what that actually is? 
Well, I want to say that the symptoms are so vague, it could be anything. Yeah, true. That's, I think, that the important thing. Like, anything becomes COVID. No, that's not true. Okay? And we really don't actually have a diagnosis for COVID. So what is it that you're saying is treatable you know, among people that have not had the vaccine? <clears throat> what I can say is that if you have a flu or you have a cold, the, these things are treatable. Is what I'm saying. Okay. You know, that's what I mean. Now, I'm also saying people are getting sick, okay, a certain percentage. And I don't want to deny that. I'm just saying if it is a viral flu that is treatable, and we have things that can treat it pretty effectively. Viral flus have been part of our society for well, I'll say thousands of years. There is nothing new about that. That's kind of what I'm saying. Okay. You know, and another myth is natural immunity uh, doesn't happen. It absolutely happens. And it gets undermined by the vax. And then finally, uh, the, the, the shots are safe and effective, which we're clearly seeing it's just the opposite. They're dangerous and they're ineffective. Um, so that those are kind of like again the big lies, but people are believing them, and that's where it comes into a mass psychosis, and that's the the most important thing because then you lose your individual uh, clarity of mind, you lose your thinking process, and you become just part of the mob. That's very dangerous. So that's kind of how we go with that. It's like every statement they make has scientifically been proven untrue. But people are believing it and then acting on it. One of the biggest things they act on is go ahead and try to, to get the, the, the bioweapon shot. And then we know that makes people sick. Much, you know. One of the things that that shot seems to actually act, be effective at is causing heart attacks, pericarditis, myocarditis, and all kinds of problems in addition to that. But the heart attacks that happen suddenly are really obvious when they happen to athletes in the middle of a game or practice, for example. And now they're happening to the children that are getting... Um, the shots with a new authorization from these agencies. And we see a campaign now to teach the public that heart attacks in children are totally normal. It's not and, a problem. And that's psychotic. You're yeah. just making up things that are simply not true. It's well, they figure that people are well enough trained now to just repeat and believe anything that the media says because it must be true. And this thing that you mentioned, that the power structure has been almost totally infiltrated now with uh, people of different kind of intent. And that's what, you know, understanding that would open up everything. So I'm just going to quote Isaiah 520. He said, in the future, up will be called down and down will be called up. Bitter will be called sweet and sweet will be called bitter. Evil called good and good called evil. And that's what we're seeing today.
a break with fundamental reality. Now, what do we do about it? How do you get out of it? How do you start waking up? How do you kind of take the red pill and know what's going on? I have some suggestions. One is move out of fear and know that you can't take care of yourself, you can't protect yourself, and it's very important to be healthy. That's the main protection. Okay? Second, you know, with proper nutrients, and you can go to my website, there's a whole list of supplements and nutrients that really do make a difference. I'm not going to list all those, but they're out there. There's nothing secret about that. But it's called changing the mindset. And what I find is when people meditate and get read back in touch with the truth of who they are, they start breaking away from the mad, uh, mob psychology. And they realize they're unique and they can tune into God and they start to tune in to say, oh, wait, this is not true. This is way out of touch with the reality. So, And then choose to hang out with people who may appear contrary, like Richard and myself, and be open to other messages and then kind of begin to reassert your unique intellectual abilities and not buy the story. So those are kind of pretty simple ways. You got to reconnect to God in this thing, meditating, get your mind clear so you can think, clear out the, uh, the big lies, and then you can see. Richard, what, what, what do you think? What would you add to that? As far as recovery from the whole thing and breaking Yeah, how do you break out of it? I think it's an internal issue that being out of touch with yourself makes you susceptible to hypnosis. And reconnecting to yourself makes it ultimately impossible to become hypnotized and um, leads you to everything else, including where you came from. So it comes down to, instead of a belief system, which... You know, I've had all kinds of super religious people of all different kinds of beliefs and faiths involved in all kinds of massive crime. So a belief is not what we're talking about. There's some kind of re reconnection to who you are, not your temporary personality that you're working in now, that what they call the ego, or even your, your body's really important, but it's a temporary costume. And the same with mind. There's something else that we forgot all about, the fact that it even exists, let alone reconnecting to it. And it's so powerful. It's connected right to the source that you came from, no matter whether you believe in it or not, is entirely irrelevant. Um, getting out of the intellectual realm and the belief realm to reconnect to that is really the entire test, I think call it a consciousness test I think the conscious test is a good way of talking about it because we're talking about remembering who you are remember reconnect your soul because the effort of this is to disconnect you from your soul and from God in fact there are people after they get the shot they say I feel disconnected from my soul I feel disconnected from God I don't know what's going on well actually the 
the shot does actually disconnect you from what they call the God gene. I won't go into the details of that, but there, there is a phenomenon that's geared to do that. And I've actually seen movies where the people developing this shot are actually proud and presenting it, how it disconnects people from their truth. So we have to reconnect to the truth. I, I talk about uh, you know meditation, but I also talk about the six foundations. Eating in a way that gives you a clear and healthy mind, which goes away from junk food. And that moves, helps you not to get junk food ideas. That's what. Uh, doing some kind of physical exercise that gets you connected, whether it's yoga or tai chi or qigong, sacred dance, three, some level of service and charity. Why is that important? Because it connects you to humanity. Okay, connection to your heart, heart connection. There's some reality that happens there. Find spiritual teachers who you trust and can kind of have some understanding. Meditating and kind of waking up the spiritual energy. These are things that, I hate to say it, immunize you from the mass psychosis. But we need to be proactive. That's what I'm trying to say. We need to educate each other. We need to keep uh, questioning. Uh, the, one of the biggest mistakes is people stop questioning. They just buy the story. So those are thoughts that I would kind of add to that and what people could actively do. You know, what? there's a big category of those people who will want some kind of help like that. And they're ones that have been injured by the vaccine. Um, that are still alive and maybe they've had heart attacks or paralysis or uh, uncontrolled motion of their body the neurology is all messed up or things like that what what are, what's the best approach for people in in that condition do you think um i have to be honest is is that it's so unique that uh, I'll just mention some general things. Uh, we just came out with a paper about radiation in the bioweapon shot. And the radiation is a long-term negative effect. So we have a thing, at least on my website, uh, drcousins.com or treolife.mn.co where you get the whole protocol, but we have a thing called radiation neutralization. So you neutralize that. And then I have been exploring the power of iodine, particularly illuminine, which resets the P53 gene. What does that mean? Well, the spike protein disables that, and that's your, your ability to repair your genes. So the spike protein disables your ability to repair your genes, and the illuminating reactivates the uh, P53 gene. So there, there's a variety of things you can do, but two simple things would be taking illuminating. They, they can get that in different ways at my site, drcousins.com. Uh, they can get the illuminating, and they can get the rad neutral, those are the two simple things. I've tried to get it done. Now, there's lots of supplements you can take. 
but in terms of actually reversing. And see, this is key because I'm finding uh, that we can reverse it. Now, I'm not saying we can reverse heart attacks, but we can say that people without all the dramatic symptomology are still being affected. The immune system is going down, and the, these processes are happening, so they're getting weaker and weaker. These kind of supplements can actually reverse it. And what I mean by reverse it, I mean repair the DNA. You're talking about reversing what would lead to the heart attacks and the drugs. Yes, That's, thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm exactly what I'm trying to say. And nullifying, there's three levels of how this, there's more than that, but there's three main levels. One is the spike protein. So we have things that will neutralize the spike protein, even once it's in the system. As we decrease that, you know, there are herbs, there's, there's this list of that. So I'm not going to list them. So you're neutralizing the spike protein. Two, you have to neutralize the graphene oxide and the uh, graphene hydroxide, which create uh, literally tubules that can penetrate through your cell into the nucleus and uh, then release uh, toxins in, in Internuclear that will change the DNA. So we have to disrupt the graphene oxide and the graphene hydroxide. Uh, and then the third was to neutralize the radiation, which is not mentioned as much, but is out there now in, my pa in our paper with Lani Crystal, where we uh, make it clear in a very simple way to undo the radiation. Uh, so those are the, the kind of levels. And these two things, the illuminate and the red new, are very simple. And then we have all that list of things like zinc and vitamin D and so forth. But So that's what I recommend to actually reverse it, to actually reactivate the DNA, to actually reactivate the P53 gene. That's exciting. That's exciting. Actually repair activate the cellular mechanisms to repair. So how does that tie into the fact that the vaccine doesn't just inject spike protein, it reprograms your own cells to start producing what will kill you? I mean... It reverses that, it reverses that DNA alteration. It changes that programming back to normal? Yes, that's what I'm saying. A good way of saying it. That's good. Yes, exactly. Primarily the iodine that you're talking about that does that? Yes. Okay. It stimulates normal, uh, it, it repairs DNA, but also stimulates normal uh, cell production of normal uh, DNA. Okay. So. And part of it does it by a thing called apoptosis, where it gets rid of the dead, dying, and abnormal cells. It stimulates the growth of new, healthy uh, cells. Okay, so that's built on the idea that when the poison injection, what Zelenko calls the death shot, comes in and reprograms the cells, it doesn't do it 100%. It, it's leaving some cells normal, and you're, you're building on those and getting rid of the 
abnormal ones. Is that accurate? That's close. I'm going to say apoptosis is where the body normally gets rid of dead, dying, and abnormal cells. Right. So it's stimulating that process, but and it's stimulating the, the, the normal, healthy DNA production. Which um, results in normal cells. That's right. But it also neutralizes spike protein, which are disrupting DNA. Okay. So it's, it's working at different levels. Also, there are many, many things in the bioweapon. I, I do, uh, we did it already, a um, a scalar, a true scalar way of visualization that explained there's many, many different nanobots and uh, all kinds of things they put in there that can go intracellular, intranuclear that can further disrupt it. All that has to be cleared out. And so that's also why we do the true scalar uh, meditation as well. Right. And the protective aspect of that is really important. And I think the people in power would agree with you because they're jumping into trying to put that nanotechnology into everybody's food now, right? right? And there has to be protection against that as well. Yeah, the protection is simple. Go organic. Yeah, exactly. I, want, I was wanting to call the National Organic Program people in the U.S. I forgot to do it this morning and ask them. Uh, they probably, the people who answer the phones may know nothing about it, but just say that, Oh, you guys know, of course, don't you, that the FDA just approved the use of nanotechnology on food. And I want to know what the stance of the organic program is on that. Yeah. would be interesting to know. It is, yeah. So what we're giving you is a kind of an overview because people are just buying into the story. And we're actually, the data strongly suggests that the whole story is delusional on purpose. Okay. And that's another reason for doing the internal work as your main focus, because as the whole outside structure that you've taken as your reality starts to fall apart, or you realize it always was falling apart, you need a sense of stability from somewhere. Right? Yeah, and the inner is key, but I don't want to say, hey, you shouldn't listen to people who are showing certain wisdom because that's part of it also, uh, a kind of group support among people who are making an effort to really understand and create some level of protection. Right, right. So inner gives you the wisdom to go outer and find the, the right things. So you have to work on all levels at once, I think, right? Yeah. And it's the body, but the spirit has to be focused on, you know, uh, the higher meaning of life. Because one reason they're getting away with this is people feel hopeless. Mm -hmm. And people don't are connected to God. And so they're not exactly fighting for themselves because life has lost a lot of meaning. When you get turned on again and life has purpose, life has meaning, um, and you see the bigger picture, then you're much more highly motivated. That's why there's so much pressure against spiritual life uh, by the temporary powers that be. To shut it down, you mean? Yeah. It's true. I mean, you're not supposed to actually even consider that there is some reality 
apart from beliefs, that is really there. And it was there before anybody believed anything. And it's still the same. And it actually can be connected to. Yes. So that's our work. That's why we're here doing this. That's why we're here talking. You know, it's like we, our job is to inspire you, not just to inform you, but to inspire you to go deeper into the truth of what life is about. Yeah, and realize that you're not, you know, you're the opposite of what you've been told. You're not this little insignificant, helpless, unintelligent being that can't do anything. It's exactly the opposite. Yeah, and that's an important part, Richard, because when you believe that you're, you don't understand, you believe you're ignorant, and you believe you're helpless and you're hopeless, that's what gets you also seduced into mass psychosis. Because mass psychosis has the answer, it may be totally wrong, which it is, but it's when you don't believe in yourself is when you can slip into that mindset because it's at least something uh, that appears to be real. So a lot of the conventional authorities of all kinds of different religions going back many thousands of years have said any thought that you are actually connected to and made out of the same thing as spirit or God is blasphemy and you probably have to be killed for your own good. You know, and the reason they prohibit it like that <clears throat> it's mostly because it's true. And getting that back, not just the idea, the idea will make you work toward that. The idea itself doesn't do anything. But getting rid of all the false conceptions of yourself, then the only thing left is who you really are. Yeah. And that's the bottom line. That's the real beginning, though. And your connection with the divine within and without. Right, exactly. That would end it. And in fact, I think when we really do that completely, we don't have to fight with the, you know, try to destroy the bad guys because it'll wake them up too. Yeah. That'll be the sign that we're on the right track. Defectors all through the system. Everybody becoming a whistleblower. People are saying, wow, I was doing that. I'm really sorry and I'll go in the other direction and make up for it. Now, if we see that happening all through the power structure, we'll know that we're on the right track. It's called redemption. It's called what? Redemption. Yeah, something like that. Right, exactly. Once you see what's going on and you choose to go back in alignment, that's a good thing. Right, and it doesn't matter what bad stuff you've done when you stop and reverse course. So this idea that you have to really demonize and hate the people in in positions of power that are misusing it, that's a big mistake because whatever frequency you're sending out from yourself is what you get back. So justice is not what it's cracked up to be. You know, unconditional love is a lot better. It doesn't mean you don't take care of yourself or defend yourself or do whatever you have to do, but the energy that you carry when you're doing that keeps you in a much better state. Much you, just made me, you just made me think of a pun. So we have justice and we have the understanding it's just us. Yeah, exactly. And we're and all good. It's very expensive to get into that group. <laughs>
Okay, good. So, thank you, Dr. Cousins. That was incredible. And I think, you know, there's plenty more to talk about. And I would invite people to uh, send in your comments and your reactions and your feedback and things that you think are worth talking about. Because I, I like to see all that. So, we'll, we'll be here next week this time. Yeah. Every, we'll try and do it as much as possible every Tuesday. And yeah. uh, hope that you guys start. Uh, participate as much as you want to would be great. Yeah. And it's, you know, in Israel, it's 10 o'clock we start. Israel. Yeah, but it's 3 o'clock on the East Coast. 3 o'clock Eastern U.S. And noon on the West Coast. Noon Pacific, correct. Yeah. So, all right. Well, have a wonderful week till we see you next time. And um, Blessings to everyone. Uh, that this is part of your waking up process and thank you Richard thank that back there and may everybody be blessed with their awakening energy Amen to that Peace be with you Thank you Okay guys so um I'm hoping that more people will become aware that we're doing this. This was a great request by Dr. Cousins that we get into this as much as possible once a week. Um, None of us have huge staffs that are holding this together, so it requires all three of us being available at this time every Tuesday, but we'll try to do that as much as we can. And like I said, I really invite your feedback, uh, things that you'd like to have us and uh, Dr. Cousins especially discuss. Um, he's a very unusual medical doctor, as you know. You you can't... Uh, there's more... There are more doctors waking up to this kind of understanding of the whole bigger picture, but we're on a time clock now, and we need to turn this around before too much more damage is done, in my opinion, and I would imagine that you probably would agree with that. So we got a hold of a one of the really um, outside-the-box doctors in Dr. Cousins. And feel free to communicate and send us your input or your suggestions for topics or anything like that to Richard at LostArtsRadio.com and we'll read all those and respond to them. Um, other than that, <clears throat> remember that we have our regular shows are on weekends, Saturdays, uh and Sundays, and you can stay in touch with all of that at lostartsradio.com. And we're doing this commercial free, so anybody that has the resources and wants to help us stay on the air and expand the projects that we've got waiting on hold, uh, feel free to go to lostartsradio.com and use the donate button there. We haven't figured out how to do this without money yet. I'd like to, but we haven't managed to do that, so please donate if you have the resources to do that. Um, In fact, if you have massive resources, even if you don't want to support what we're doing, I I really want to encourage um, all of you billionaires and above out there, even if you don't do anything with us, there are so many things that you need to be contributing to right now that have a direct effect on the future fate of the world. Um, Organic agriculture, clean energy, and, and by the way, I mean, there's so much to talk about, and we don't have time right now. Solar and wind are not the advanced clean energy sources. There there are already technologies way beyond that that are sitting in the hands of people who are 
terrified to bring them out. Uh, why would they be that silly? Um, mostly because they don't want to die. And just like happened to Stanley Meyer when he demonstrated that all internal combustion engines can run just fine on plain water through breaking the water molecule into hydrogen and oxygen and burning the hydrogen with oxygen coming out the tailpipe. He demonstrated it wasn't just a conspiracy theory, uh, you know, new age talk. He, he did it. That's why he had to die. But if that comes out everywhere, and it's not just internal combustion engines, and people would say with that technology that <clears throat> the problem was that splitting hydrogen and oxygen which are parts of the water molecule into separate parts, takes too much energy. Well, not anymore. He figured out how to do that. Do you know the revolutionary uh, healing changes that that would make on the planet to not be afraid of dying by bringing out that technology? Dr. Greer is uh, waiting for somebody to bring it to his ranch so he can suddenly disseminate it. In Virginia, that's a standing order. Standing offer, sorry. But there's all kinds of other technologies. There's wireless technologies that are not weaponized, like the ones we use now. The billionaires, as I say, need to be supporting bringing out that stuff and uh, a totally new educational system that is not based on memory and obedience. It's based on teaching kids their, who they really are and their potential to learn and how to learn, and how to question everything, and how to get the answers. Um, it's time to have a new renaissance, basically, which just means rebirth of society. Uh, instead of where the existing power structure wants to take things, which is, uh, I don't know what the re-death French word would be, but the end of life on the planet, that's basically the bottom line of their their plan. I, there are those who think they just want to go through transhumanism and have an elite remnant rule the world, but I think that's just a step. What they're after is total annihilation, and it's taken me decades to get to that understanding of how the sub-agendas fit together. You can see that they're not trying to preserve the world for themselves. They're, they're destroying life, which I don't think is a good plan, and we should reverse that right away, and it's up to you. So, your main work, you know, if you want to go like the Mission Impossible terminology, if you choose to accept it, is wake up. And, and wake up, wake up is just not being able to list all the terrible things that are going on. That's not waking up. That's becoming aware of some of what's going on in the world. Becoming aware of yourself is waking up, and that's a much deeper project. So I encourage you to do that however you want to. Look for inspiration and clues and follow them and do the work where whatever it requires because we've only got a few minutes basically in this short physical lifetime. In this age that we're in right now, lifespans are ridiculously short. You know, a hundred years is just nothing. So you have to really pay attention. And most of us, including me and everybody I know of, makes incredible mistakes and does such stupid things with the time. But, you know, that's how humans learn, apparently. And then we all have to forgive each other and realize it was no one's fault. It was just that we were programmed and, and hypnotized 
and covered with this uh, false belief systems of all kinds. And you're not looking for a new belief system. You're looking for what's real. And that's really the reason that we started this group called Planetary Healing Club. Um, you can check that out at planetaryhealingclub.com. It's for people that want to start actually doing the work of self-discovery um, and life transformation with the idea that it's not just for us as individuals, but if we, the how would I say this, the, the forgotten PowerPoint to be able to transform the world in a good way without a new belief and a new power structure, just back toward normal, which has been long forgotten, is inside you. And it's not this esoteric religious belief just to make you feel better, that you make yourself feel better and figure it's going to change the world. It's not like that. It's real. It's like re in reflexology, there are points in the feet that if you put pressure on them, they affect different organs in the body. That's real. That really happens, and it's a very useful tool. You're the reflex point to the outside world. So learn to work on that. And stay in touch, lostartsradio.com. Support us if you can. Share the links at least. Uh, that'll help us get past censorship and shadow banning. And even more important than any of that, take care of yourself and find out who you actually are, not a new label. I'm saying get rid of all the labels. Drop the stuff that we're defending as, oh, I'm absolutely this and better than somebody else. Or Nobody's better than anybody. It's just there's something inside you that's so powerful. And it has nothing to do with believing anything. It's real. And that's our job. Get there. We can help each other do it, You, however feels right to you. But that's what we're doing in Planetary Healing Club. And there's lots of other individuals and groups that are working toward that same end all over the world. We want to get us all together. So stay in touch. LostArtsRadio.com and you can reach us anytime, Richard, at LostArtsRadio.com or info and uh, we'll read all of it. So thank you for the time. I appreciate it very much. Remember our weekend shows and I'll meet you back here next Tuesday. Take care. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. 
You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum, as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.